Welcome to the Business Focus Podcast. Before we start, can we ask one thing? 74% of you that watch this channel frequently do not subscribe. If you've enjoyed our videos, please could you do me a favor and hit the subscribe button? It helps this channel more than you know, and the bigger the channel gets, the bigger the learning gets. Welcome to the Business Focus Podcast. Jonathan Herbs is the host of the Business Focus Podcast. He is a strategic advisor, coach, and mentor to entrepreneurial business owners, CEOs, and senior executives. In this podcast, he chats with entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs of scaling companies. It centers around their entrepreneurial journey so far and their aspirations for their companies. So today, I'm a great pleasure to speak to Lucy Bingle. Um, Lucy is the founder and CEO of our, and LinkedIn strategist of Australia's leading LinkedIn agencies. I'm really looking, to having a, looking forward to having a common conversation with you. Lucy, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No, my pleasure. So tell me, yeah, what do you do and for how long have you been doing it? Um, so I have a LinkedIn agency. I used to call it a digital marketing agency that solely focused on LinkedIn and then I realised that was too long. So I was like, it's a LinkedIn agency because that's what we do all day, every day. It's not just me. I've got a team of account managers, researchers and content creators and we work with SMEs and large corporates and industry leaders and we've been doing it for eight years. Right. So let's dig down a bit further. So it's a LinkedIn agency. What do you actually do? So we develop and implement LinkedIn strategies. And what that looks like is we will do everything from managing business pages to senior leader profile pages to CEOs, directors, and industry leaders. We'll also build out LinkedIn communities for people. We have an in-house LinkedIn advertising specialist, so we can also set up, manage, and run LinkedIn campaigns. We basically look at a individual and business brand presence on LinkedIn. And we're all about connecting businesses and individuals to their target audience through thought leadership. So we basically teach you how to harness the power of LinkedIn and we can do it all for you. Okay. Why LinkedIn? Well, I'm a marketer first and foremost, and I have been for over 20 years. And um, prior to setting up this agency eight years ago, I was marketing director for one of Australia's largest boutique search firms. And in that role, one of the weird jobs that fell into my bucket was training over 60 recruitment agencies on how to use LinkedIn. Now, they were using it to find um, candidates to fill roles. Uh, but as a marketer, I used to always think to myself, I knew that if we could actually have a strategy where when those candidates were put into a new role as CEO or Kellogg's or Westpac or wherever, the first thing that they're going to do is go back out to market and start to build quality teams. And the first thing they will then want to do is find a search firm to help them. So why wouldn't we develop a strategy that actually connects with those people and educates them on what you do, how you help and the challenges you solve. So I put into play at that business a really robust LinkedIn strategy and what we saw immediately happen was that we won a lot more work because we were talking about the mandates we picked up, the jobs that we got, you know, the successes. We also talked about people and culture and our insights and knowledge. And so then I thought to myself, well, actually, why wouldn't every business have a LinkedIn strategy and to win new business. Now, ultimately, I could have left that business and gone and set up a digital marketing agency, but I'm all about niching and expert advice. So I then saw an opportunity and thought, I think that LinkedIn will become a really 
um, important marketing solutions platform. So I'm going to niche in LinkedIn alone and set up a LinkedIn agency. Yeah. I'm going to, given that this is an educational um, conversation, I'm going to deep dive a bit further. Why LinkedIn versus Facebook versus Instagram versus? Well, for me, it's because my deep expertise is in the B2B space. So it made sense for me to then have a marketing service offering that really targeted the people that I understand best, which is corporate. And so that was probably one of the reasons, but I also could see even all those years ago that LinkedIn was where the money sits. So I often put myself in the shoes of others. So I'm always thinking to myself, if I was a client, when I'm on Facebook and I'm a busy mum of kids and whatnot, I'm not in a commercial mindset, right? So I'm there learning about my friends, kids or whatever, I'm following lots of different stories. But um, to be honest, I don't buy on it. I don't, I'm not thinking commercially. However, generally speaking, most people are on LinkedIn within business hours. I mean, I know this is very generalist um, and other times, but they're there either building teams, they're there recruiting, they're there looking for their next role, they're there consuming news and insights. They've got a different mindset and I, I that's why I did it because I could see if they're in that mindset, there's more commercial opportunity there. I also knew the businesses were there and the senior leaders and executives and professionals were sitting there. So the money was sitting on that platform. I'm going to take that as if for, again, just my own experience, because you know, promoting my own business. And you know, what I found over the last few years, um, me experimentally, experimenting um, in a very expensive way, advertising on Facebook, advertising on um, on Google um, versus advertising and promoting on LinkedIn, which is about, I've been promoting on LinkedIn for many years, but I think um, one of the LinkedIn execs told me that I've been a, been a member since 2007, but um, I'm about to start advertising LinkedIn. And the reason is because I can actually, and it leads to my next question, I can target my core customer. I can target my core customer avatar. I can say I'm looking for a CEO, founder, of this, you know, et cetera. And so if I can sort of add the extra for LinkedIn from a business right. on business, you know, business to business and business to you know, executive, um, you can target much, much um, sharper for one bit of work. Absolutely. And so if you, you know, I mean, like all good marketers, if you know your customer, you know your brand, you know your offering, and you can really get pointy on identifying who your customer is and they are sitting on LinkedIn, to me it makes just such commercial sense that you would then start to build your brand presence, share your stories, your insights, your knowledge, your expertise, showcase your people, your culture and get it in front of that very pointy target audience who you're trying to communicate to. And that's ultimately what your LinkedIn strategy should look like really, you know. Um, and again, going back to your question, why LinkedIn? Well, that's why. Um I think that has answered the question. Yeah, no, thank you. Okay, so your best customer, I'd be able to tell you. Yeah, so my ideal client is SMEs, large corporates, and senior leaders, so individuals, because we manage both personal professional brands, but we also manage, manage business brands. And we're industry agnostic, so we'll work across any industry. And... Normally, when we're managing the end-to-end -end LinkedIn strategy for a business, that organization is an SME that will have either a small marketing department or none, 
and we become their outsourced marketing partner and we develop and implement that LinkedIn strategy. Now, if we work in the large corporate sector, so with the big fours or with other large um, organisations, they obviously manage their own business pages, but what they'll often get us to do is manage their senior leader and director's profile pages because we know that it's very important to demonstrate leadership and to um, show employee advocacy and a good way to do that and a very effective way to do that is to get active on LinkedIn so that you can support the corporate strategy, support your team's activity and to really celebrate those moments and successes. Coming out of the pandemic now, but you know, we all took actions during the pandemic. What are some of the actions you took that are stuck with the business going forward? Well, one of the very lucky things for my business was that when I set this agency up eight years ago, I um, set it up all remotely. So one of the big things when I came out of corporate was that I was sick of getting on the express bus. So I was like, I'm going to build a business that's all set up in the cloud and everyone will work remotely. So we actually had that all very much in place. So therefore, business did not change a lot for us. Um, the only thing that probably changed for us over COVID was that I delivered a hell of a lot more LinkedIn masterclasses virtually, where prior to that, I would have done it all face-to-face -face and I was flying around the country all the time. So now my offering is sort of everything. I can do LinkedIn masterclasses face-to-face -face, and I love doing that, but I can also deliver them virtually. And I even do, I'm doing a hybrid model later this week where I'm actually going in person, but they're beaming in everybody from the other offices. So even though I had done virtual ones before, I probably hadn't done it at the scale that I now do it. But tell you, what's it, what does future look like and, and what are your main challenges going forward? Well, the future looks very bright. I'm very excited about 2023. Um, we've We've grown a lot. Um, as you can imagine, when COVID hit, a lot of businesses were really literally reeling and they needed to learn very fast how to network um, online and how to promote their businesses online and do it better and faster. And so as a result, we were a bit of a winner out of COVID and I'm very thankful for that. So for me, 23 is very much continuing to grow the agency side, but we also have an online learning program called linkedinduction.com. And that is something that I'm putting a lot of energy into so that people can learn LinkedIn best practices and basically do my LinkedIn masterclass on an online platform. So that's my focus area. Since you've become a business owner, um, what do you think has been your biggest learning? Um, well, I think there's lots. Uh, I think being a business owner is learning every day and um, and pivoting every day and recognising what you're good at and what you're not good at. And um, so to that point, I the biggest learnings for me is really focusing, identifying what you're great at, right? So I know... My areas of strength are communication and business development and, um, you know, leading my team. Where I'm probably not so great is uh, the financials. So I've outsourced to a great, I've got a really good finance team and I'm learning all the time to understand it better, but that is not where I'm most confident. So I think it's knowing when to outsource to experts 
who are better than yourself and making sure that you also delegate because one of the things I've found over eight years of doing this is that burnout is real and you try to do everything and it's being brave enough to put your hand up and saying, you know what, this is too much and actually giving it to others to take control of. But it's important. You know, I, I talk, describe that as my unique ability. You know, my unique ability is doing things like we're doing now. This is one of the things I won't delegate in, in my business. My unique ability is, is, is coaching my clients. Uh, uh, my, my unique ability is coming up with um, you know, um, concepts for, for blogs and, and the like to educate um, you know, the broader community. My unique ability is not posting things on social media. You know, I have a BA who does, does that, you know, like you, bookkeepers, accountants, you know, um, site people. So, you know, it's working out what you're good at and focusing on it and let you love and then delegate the rest. And finding the right people around you. It's a, it's a, it's a key thing. Absolutely. That's... Yeah. It's, um, I was with a client yesterday and it was, um, uh, interesting. Our first time I've met him, he's been a client for three years. And, uh, I just said to him, you know, what are the things that you won't delegate? Yeah. You know, what are the things that you're really good at that you, you want to keep? And okay, well, let's work out how we got around your team. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know that. Sorry about this, this question. Um, when you think of the word successful. Um, who's the first person comes comes to mind and why? Well, my dad. My dad does come to mind. He was a really, well, he is a really wonderful entrepreneur and he built a fabulous business here in Australia. Um, and I look at him, he always led with heart as well. And I really admire that, you know, like he was a, a really great business. He hired really well, but he also really um, invested in his team and he was kind and generous to that. And I think, you know, leadership with heart and kindness is really important and it makes people feel valued and it also breeds loyalty. And so when I think of success, I do, I think of him as a very successful leader and he also facilitated a wonderful life for my sisters and I. You make sure you get him to listen to this. Yeah. Um, do you, are you a reader? Do you listen to podcasts? Do you have anything you'd read? I do. I read a lot, but I know you're not going to like this. I actually read a lot of fiction because it's actually my, um, the way I disconnect and I unwind. So every night I read and, um, I, you know, I still, next to my bed, I have a pile of other books that I should be reading, like how to scale, how to do run my business better, how to, you know, uh, look after my mental health, but the things that I always end up uh, going towards is my just novels. <laughs> you know, it's interesting, so, because I, um, yeah, I follow Bill Gates. Uh, my Max. I've got lots of virtual mentors, Bill Gates is one of those. And he puts out the, his top five business books every year um, on his blog. And one of them, um, twice in a row, it was an author called Andy Weir, um, uh, and he, I've never read, um, science fiction before. Um, and Andy Weir is a science fiction, um, author and they're fabulous. And, you know, I'm doing the same, you know, when you figure it all behind me, I've got cases and book, on book cases, but yeah, I, I think, you know, you need a variety. Yeah. One of, one of the reasons for this podcast, of course, is you know, a short form, you know, how to, how to scale your company. And I, I like that. I like the idea of short form podcast. I do listen to business podcasts. So you're right. Um, you asked about podcasts. 
I don't listen to books. You know, other people listen to books. I listen to actually, this is when I do my learning is through podcasts and listening to them. And I find them a great way. You know, I'm very good at multitasking. It allows me to walk the dog, get my exercise up and listen to a business podcast all in the same spot. Oops, uh, any last piece of advice or um, parting words for a, a CEO or aspiring entrepreneur out there? Uh, my, look, I think that the thing about being a CEO or an aspiring entrepreneur is, you know, it's really important to back yourself and to believe in yourself and, um, and not be too hard on yourself when that little imposter syndrome steps in and people, you start to question your purpose or your why, or, you know, is this real? I mean, we've all been there and those that say they haven't they're not telling you the truth. They really, really have. And I still have that all the time. But back yourself because you know what? You probably are onto something. And if you've got a really good gut feeling, I'm a big believer in your gut feeling and just going for it. Yeah. That'd be great. That'd be great. Um, so I'll, I'll put your contact details in, in, the, um, in the notes. But um, how best do you get in contact with you? Um, is there anything you'd like to offer to prospective yeah, right. absolutely. Every business owner should be on LinkedIn. Absolutely. And oh gosh, absolutely. Every business owner should be on LinkedIn. If they're not, they definitely need to be speaking to me. But the easiest way to find me is obviously on LinkedIn or on my website, which is www.lucybingle.com. And I'm more than happy on my LinkedIn profile page, you'll see that there's a free 30-minute Zoom chat where you can actually reach out to me and talk to me about your LinkedIn strategy or if you don't have one, you know, your curiosity around that or if you have questions. I'm, uh, you know, I love talking to people about their businesses and how they can do it all better. So I'm more than happy for them to schedule some time with me. I, for one, I'm going to. Good. I would love that. Lucy, thanks so much. It's, it's a fascinating conversation. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you very much, Jonathan, for having me. Look, my pleasure. Uh, yeah, to, re uh, to reiterate. Guys, you need an, you know, a, a LinkedIn strategy. It's absolutely critical for growing business. Yeah, it certainly is. Thanks, Lucy. Thank you. If you were hearing this message, you've listened to the entire episode. And for that, we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We hope you enjoyed this new episode. And if you did, please leave us a review on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, or wherever you watch slash listen. Please share this episode with others who may be interested in this topic. If you want to be a guest on the podcast, please send an email to admin at scaleupgrowth.co. Put be a guest in the subject line and tell me a little about yourself. If you want to gauge where your business growth potential is and identify where the biggest opportunities in your business lie or where the key needs that you need to concentrate on right now are, take our assessment where you will receive personalized advice for improvement. It's quick and free. Go to scaleupgrowth.scoreapp.com. If you would like to work with me one-to-one, -one, I love coaching and get the best outcomes that way. Send me an email to jonathan at scaleupgrowth.co and put one-to-one -one in the heading. Tell me a bit about your business and let's see how we can apply a great strategy for your business. So that's it for this week. Tune in next time for more great learnings from a scaling entrepreneur.